Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Plays while you're waiting for the show to begin. I've been waiting on to my soul is overflowing with anxieties and expectations full of desire. Oh, I just want it so bad. You know? And it just seems so real. It's right there. Just wanna reach out and touch it. For what all disappears. Sometimes it feels like everything is passing me by. Every now and then it's feeling like my ship has gone and sailed away. But I, I gotta be strong.
Rodney, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know what is going on, but I couldn't even stop the music. <laughs> oh, wow. Here we are. <laughs> I know. It, it didn't even show that it was playing, but it was playing. So I was, the, the stop button was not, is not visible. So I was afraid if I hit it, hit the play button that it would play again, but there was no stop button there. So I don't, that's kind of eerie, but I don't know what happened. So nonetheless, so I figured, well, maybe somebody needs to hear that song all the way through. That's all I can say about it. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Everything is good, Tammy. Uh, We are, uh, Doing well here, me, Samaria, and Nadia. Um, it's always a, a, a joy when she gets to be home because um, she doesn't get to be home often, but it's always nice to um, have her here. Uh, Samaria and I both have been working a lot lately and uh, been working late um, also. <laughs> uh, but But everything is good. Everything is progressing and moving in the right direction. We were supposed to... Welcome back our kindergartners uh, and our uh, Head Start students today at, at school, but um, the school board, uh, between the school board and superintendent, I don't really know who made the decision, but it was decided to uh, delay the opening. So um, right now we don't know when they're coming back, but uh, we still have some other students in the building. So um, it, it is nice to see um, their faces. It is nice to, um, you know, see the the teachers and the students um, interacting with one another. So hopefully one day we'll be able to get back to some normalcy. But in the meantime, we will just continue to, um, as the Bible says, count it all joy. How are you doing? I am good, I think. Um you know, just I had grandbaby today, so that's always just a a really really highlight uh, a highlight in my day. Probably the best part of my day when I'm able to just have her. So um, I had her, and and we got out and walked um, around the lake a couple of times, and then she wasn't ready to come in, so we walked um, up the street. And it was just again like that's just it's just brightens my day to to be in the in her space because it it kind of just lightens the load and it just simplifies life. So I I'm just taken I really am by by just the the journey just being able to see it um, how they grow rotten. So I know you guys are because I I I Nadia is far beyond her years like she is just an old soul to me. <laughs> She is so funny. Yeah, that that is true. She she really is. She's an old soul. It's like she she's not two. It's like she is not. There's no way she's two. But and and so that being said, it's just a joy to see them soak so much of life in and just be so free. I guess that's that's part of the. That's probably what the the. I don't know. It's just free is the word. Maybe that's it because they just they seem just so free of. This world and all that is going around, they are just, you know, just seeing Zali play with the leaves and be fascinated mm-hmm. just by being able to throw them up and and the water. And I just said it, look, she played in the dirt and just was happy as can be. Um, 
last week she was playing with like the you know the little honey packs that you get or ketchup packs from the when you go out to eat or whatever. She was literally yeah. playing with the the packs of honey and ketchup, and I'm talking about like was enjoying it while you got toys sitting over <laughs> in the corner. So. It's just kind of amazing, and I wish I, if I myself thinking, like, what keeps you playing with ketchup and honey packs? But I think it's the fact that they don't know it's ketchup and honey. To the, to the, to us, you know, we'll toss some of them away. We'll get extra, and we toss them in the trash, when really that is food. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but to them, this is this whatever this is is fascinating, and maybe it's because they don't know what it is, and they've not put a meaning or a value to it or devalue. Or, you know, if that's a word to say. So that was was my day. Um, certainly feeling the effects of it now. It's just been a long day, so I had some sessions today with the uh, life languages, and um, you know, I think that kind of weighs on you just talking about and hearing you know, what people go through. And so, of course, again, Zali kind of just puts it all in perspective and makes the day, make the day new again, in a sense. So we're doing great. Other than that, the weather was beautiful. Um, I'm looking forward to having a brief conversation tonight because I'll tell you, right at about 7.46, I thought, you know what, I should have showered. People probably said TMI, but I thought then I can go right to bed (laughs) afterwards. (laughs) So, so I ran, 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 ran. So, um, I put it put down for tonight, Rodney. Uh, random conversation. I do have uh, something. Just one, just one thing I want to bring up for that random conversation. You may have something different. Um, and this was from a post that I put on earlier in the week. So I'll get to that in a minute. Um, for you guys who are listening. We hope that you join us with comments or questions tonight. Um, If you do have questions or comments, if you're listening by way of chat, which I need to open, uh, you can submit your comments or questions there. If you're listening through social media or any other, um, well, any form of social media, I think you would have to probably just call in tonight or we'll monitor our Facebook account just as much as we can. But we don't plan to be on uh, certainly not two hours tonight, certainly probably not past an hour, for sure, I'll say that. So if you have a question or a comment, um, you know, call in 563-999-3542, or you could post it on the page on either of our Facebook pages. You can share anything there as well and in the chat room. Um, trash Can Baby, if you have not uh, heard of our Trash Can Baby, if you have and you've not tried it, please, please, please take the time to do this. We're in we're in the midst of um, Rodney. I, I guess I'll call it, and, and I don't know if it's so much about 2020, but I'm just seeing something different in people. Like not just some people, but most of the people. Um, and it's kind of a sick selfishness, if I would, or self-absorbed being self-absorbed attitude, and I'm trying to find the right words just to be able to express it a bit more. Um, and I've just, I just feel like I've been seeing that a lot lately, even down to the show that I sent you right mm-hmm. now. Did, did you get a chance to listen? 
Yeah, well, I didn't listen to the entire thing, but I did listen to a lot of it. Um, Tamaria, um, the last couple of days, Tamaria just let it play. Um, um, okay, okay. You know, while we were here together, and um, it, 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 we 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 had I know at least one thought as we listened to it, and and, and probably some more, but we we did have one um, interesting thought um, as we listened to it um, that we talked okay. a little bit about yesterday. Interesting, interesting. So um, I want to talk a little bit just about that little piece, that little segment part of the show, um, but. I just think that we're in a time where self-reflection and change, growth, accountability for who we are um, and understanding that, like, and why we, why, why do we respond? What's the root of it all, I guess? What's the root of our, the things that we're offended by, the things that make us feel some kind of way and how we see people um, and how we see ourselves differently from the way that we see people, how we justify who we are, what we want, what we're doing, but put the same thing on someone else and you don't like it Um, Mm -hmm. or you judge it. Um, And so I'm just seeing just, so, so, and I know, I think, Rodney, it comes from a place of feeling or not not really loving and, and understanding your worth, someone, you know, the worth um, and needing it from, from others and from this world and needing it so badly until we're, we're offended by so much. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm finding it, and what's really disturbing is, that I see so much of it in people that are older than I am. Um, and I'm sure some of the younger people say they see it in me as well. And I don't say that to say that it should not be there because I feel like we're always going to be, we should always be growing and learning and elevating uh, spiritually, emotionally, physically, that we should be trying to, to do always problem mm-hmm. comes or my issue comes for those people who think that there is no change, that they did all that they need to grow and that they are there because my opinion, and I may be judging in some sense, I feel like the more, just when I think I have it, I realize I don't know shit. Like, I realize, like, <laughs> this so much more to growing and transforming and feel like you take off one shirt and there's another. And like, how many times do we have to do this guy? Like, didn't we already do this? <laughs> did we go here? Wasn't this person, <laughs> didn't, I, didn't I jump over this person last time? Did I comfort this hurdle? Um, so, um, and broke. So I want to talk a little bit about that and brokenness, but back to the trash can, baby, you guys move your trash can if you have not, and if you have, do it again. And when you do it, so move it from wherever it is now and pick one that you visit frequently. Move that trash can from its old location to a new location and then monitor how often you go back to the old location where you move the trash can from. Monitor, make a log, count, um, play a game with your family, 
in doing this, I hope that, or we hope that you will think about what else am I doing in life because I just know it. I just know it. I think we're so afraid of change sometimes until um, we'd rather die where we are than see ourselves in a different place mentally, physically, emotionally. And I'm saying we because there's areas in my life where I'm still growing. And there's areas in my life where I thought I had grown up and I realized, wow, I left. I left a weed there, or I didn't get all the roots or something, and a weed, a weed uh, uh, has come back, something. And, again, mm-hmm. I think that a good thing, um, as long as we realize and we recognize and we give ourselves the space to grow, but also give others space to grow, um, mm-hmm. if they're willing. Because I think in everything that we should bring some balance to life, um, and certainly the the, the people um, that we spend our time with, where are they? And it doesn't mean we can't be around people who are not growing with us, but we have to be mindful. It's no different if if I'm trying to get off drugs, then I don't want to be around people who are that's their lifestyle. If I'm trying to lose weight, how I can't go with you always to eat, um, or I have to. We have to be selective about where we go, so that I. And it's all about knowing where you are, where you want to go, and having a plan to do that. And that's that's one thing. I'll turn it over to you, Rodney. I I feel like I I need to work better on um, planning, having a plan for my day doesn't mean I will be successful all the way through, but my new thing, newest thing is I have to, I see where I have to have a plan and be intentional about not letting things that are not emergencies to interrupt that, to not be someone's 911 call. I feel like I'm getting back into that rut where I am the 911. Um, mm. So, so that's I want to talk about that that previous show, and we'll we'll tell them a little bit about that, and then brokenness, which is from uh, something that I posted uh, on my page a few days ago. So over to you, Rodney. Tammy, um, you had mentioned um, you were trying to find the the, the word, um, I, I guess to, to to summarize or to explain. Um, you know what what you just talked about, and and one of well, the word that comes to mind for me, um, and and this has been a, I don't know, this has been a this has been a, a theme for the past few years, and it seems like it is just like built up or added on. Um, continuously um and it just continues to be an ongoing thing um and it's like every day it shows up even greater um and and that's entitlement like if i had to take one word to to sum up um the last couple of years and it, it has really um 
since the beginning uh let's just go with March when everything began to I'm gonna say slow down. Um a lot of things shut down but not completely. Um but when everything just kinda like it was like life was going a hundred miles an hour and then it was like somebody hit the brake. And you're going 100 miles an hour and you hit the brake, you're not going to instantly be at zero, right? But that was pretty much what life did. And then when life got around 25 miles per hour, then it, it was like, okay, now we can take our foot off the brake and just kind of like, then, then we just kind of stayed on this, this same level. And the problem was, we didn't know how to go from that speed to slowing down. And then we're so used to going 100 miles an hour. We were so comfortable going at 100 miles an hour because there was nothing in our way. There was just open road, open highway, foot to the pedal and pedal to the floor, we were just gone. There's, there was nothing in front of us, but we couldn't see the car that eventually was going to make us slow down. And so when we got to the car, when we got close enough that we could see, it was, oh, shoot, got to slow down. And then we got mad because the car was in our way. That is how things have been the last, what are we now, November, the last eight months. And people are having a hard time adjusting because they don't want anything in front of them. They don't want any hindrances. They don't want anything blocking them from just going 100 miles an hour, even if they're going nowhere. They want to be able to go nowhere at 100 miles an hour. If they think they're going to where they could be going the wrong way. But even if they're going the wrong way, they want to go the wrong way at a hundred miles an hour. And so because we cannot do that, now we're seeing people's true colors come out. But if you pay attention, it's been there all along. People have shown how entitled they are. And, you know, we spoil children and then we get mad or we talk about them for being spoiled. Like, mm. I, I think back to what you said in the very beginning about Zali and how it was just amazing. She's playing with ketchup and honey package, and that was fulfillment for her. So, to me, when we do all of these things for children, are we doing them for the children or are we doing them for us? When we do things for other people, who are we doing them for? And I'll go back to the example that, that, that you gave a long time ago, Tammy, about the ice. Now, society says, if you want to put a smile on a woman's face or make a woman happy, 
you know, send her flowers. But what if that woman doesn't really care for flowers? Who did you do that for? Because that woman is like, well, thank you. Like, because, you know, because she's grateful, you know, but you didn't do that for her. You did that for you. Because guess who's going to get the glory? You are. Because if you send them to work, her coworkers are going to see it. Oh, my God, he's so sweet. You got, girl, you got a good man, right? Your mom, your aunt, your grandma, your best friend. Oh, my God. And now with, with social media, oh, my God, this guy is getting so much praise and so much attention. And here you are like, I don't even like the doggone flowers. What did I want? I I would have been happy with a tall cup of ice. And people would have been like, what the heck? Nobody would have been singing his praises. (laughs) Right, but nobody would have been singing his praises for giving you a cup of ice. Unless they really know you. And they're like, oh, shoot, like, you could tell, you, Tammy, that's your man right there because that man knew what would put a smile on your face. That man knew to bring you a bucket of ice. And, but, but that's how we are. We go and we spend. We're in, we're in the spending season right now with Christmas. We're in the spending season, right? People are going to be... It doesn't matter that it's a virus out here. People are still going to be buying up a storm. But who's to say that these kids need these things? Nadia is the same way. Nadia has toys galore. She'll go over and grab Tamaria's headphones or the mouse to her computer. That's what she wants to play with. The other day, Nadia and I were in her room, and she was trying to climb in the laundry basket. But how do we go from that to this in, this um, this sense of entitlement? People take us there. They start buying us all of these things. Or they say yes all of the time or most of the time. And we start thinking, well, at a young age, we start thinking every year on Christmas, the living room is supposed to be packed with toys for me. Every year on my birthday, I'm supposed to get, you know, something expensive. For school, I'm supposed to get a pair of Jordans. I have a cousin who told his mom one time, and he's and this cousin, he's got to be close to 60 now, probably over 60. But he told his mom one time, she asked him, why did you start selling drugs? And he said, because one Christmas, I didn't get everything I wanted. So to make sure that I always got what I wanted, I started Mm. selling drugs. But 
but but but this is reality, and it would and it's easy Ooh, Bobby, for us. Can you to... say that again? Can you say? Can you repeat that? So I had a so I have a cousin, huh? I said, please say that again for me. So I have a cousin who has got to be sixty now, somewhere around sixty, um, but was a drug dealer for a very long time, and. You know, when he was an adult, um, his mom asked him one time, she said, why did you start selling drugs? And he said, because there was one Christmas that he did not get what he wanted. So to make sure he got what he wanted, he started selling drugs. And it's easy for us to look at drug dealers and say, man, they know they're wrong. Like, we need to clean up our community while they're out here selling drugs. It's more than just this man out here on the corner selling drugs. There's most likely a story to go along with it. Now, who's at fault? He is. However, who contributed to this? The people who, when he was younger, oh, every year you should have X, Y, and Z on Christmas. But we do this, and then we say, oh, I tried to give them the best. I tried to give them what they needed, what they wanted. But what what do they need? I bought a jacket, Tammy, and I don't want to take too much time because I want to turn it back over to you. But I bought a jacket a couple of weeks ago, Tammy, and I don't know. Do y'all have Costco there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I bought. I went in Costco the <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, and I bought a jacket. Ten dollars. Jacket was ten dollars. Very nice jacket. When I got up to the register, even the cashier said when he when he scanned it, he said, Ten bucks. <laughs> you know, he was like, This is a real nice jacket for ten bucks and I'm like, Dang, like he works here, he don't even know. But, you know, I was telling Tamaria early, like, name brands don't mean anything to me. So if mm-hmm. name brands mean something to you, how did you get that way? And and we all have. Don't get me wrong. If you're listening, don't think that I don't have my things that 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 I've spent money on that I that I should not have, and I and I should have made a better decision. Like I, well, I can't show them to you because I don't have them anymore. But like, if you've known me from 25 until uh, you know until you know now, like I could have like I could have shown you like some very expensive bar tabs, right? So we all have it, but the key is figuring out where did that come from? Is it necessary? And if is it helping you? If not, why are you doing it? We all have our things, and it doesn't mean that you need to change anything that you're doing. You might, but how did you get there? If you're looking at your children like, man, like they are bad as hell. How did they get that way? 
Because I've seen children like struggle with certain teachers, and then they get with other teachers. Oh man, and they mm. take off. So how did they get that way? And what are what are you doing to either contribute or to break that cycle? And then think about your own life. How did you get there? And what are you doing to break the cycle? Tammy? Um, a couple of things before. I want to read the little article that I put out there about brokenness. But a couple of things. Um, when you thought up about the ice versus the flowers and all of that, I thought about something um, Stella, my, my daughter-in-law, said today. Um, and it was something so simple, but it just, I'm in this mindset of just kind of really trying to listen to people and mm-hmm. understand, um, like, who they are, what makes them happy, down to the smallest things. And so I I had cooked some hamburgers, and I made them really, really sick because I thought, then if I do that, then they'll only want one a piece. They only need one a piece, right? And so <laughs> right. I you know, they came and they ate and and so I said, Well how was the burgers? Um and so I was like, They were they were really good. Um and I think I said they were really really big, huh? She said, Yeah, um but but I like mine like small, thinner, but the, but mm-hmm. but they were good. And I thought, okay, now I know. So next time for her, if I cook a thick burger, then I'm not honoring that person. I think it's okay for us to really listen to people, and because some people will hear that. Matter of fact, I I was one of those people like to hear it where you're gonna you're gonna eat it like I cook it. <laughs> um, but I but but seriously, because I have my things that I just won't. I just like what I like, and mm-hmm. and I like for people to, if if and when possible, and some things you know I can they 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 whatever take it like it comes. But there's some things that I really have my there's a lot of things let me not say some that I'm just kind of iffy about. Like you would think, oh my gosh, she is so whatever. Yeah. Um, but just down to the little little things like that, trying to. Um, value people and when we can not saying that we got to go always go overboard but just something just that small but there's people that like it because Brandon on the other hand he loves it thick and big and will take it there's a lot more people mm-hmm. like that but there's also people like Stella once would prefer that they are thin because they were like steak size like super super thick Another thing that, and so what I've been trying to do is just really try to catch myself and make sure that I'm doing with and to people what I would love for people to do for me. Hear me, understand me, see me, whatever. And and I'm talking about the people in my life, the people in my circle. The other ones, I I really don't care. I mean, that's just just how it is because... If you're not in my circle, if you're not in my life, putting things in my ear, getting in my head, it really just don't even, 
I'm not saying the people don't matter, but what they think does not matter to me. Um, so I'm really trying to be intentional down to I said something yesterday to someone that I don't think it was the wrong thing to say. It was the right thing to say, but because this person is so fragile in the sense mm-hmm. of uh and, and 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 much she's much older than I am, um I could hear that what I said they took it from that place of bondage and from a spirit of feeling not valuable or important. And so what I did, because I thought it would make it worse if I said something, um, I just I just got off the phone and I just asked God to please not let their heart receive it that way. I mean, I literally was driving in the car and I said, I really could see how they took it that way because of who they are and how they already feel about themselves, you know, how how I see that they feel about themselves. Um, So I just ask, like, God, just don't let that simmer in their heart. Take Take that away. And I was proud of myself because, that's that's a new phase of trying to see people in their pain, in their place of pain, um, because I don't want to add to that. If I know better, then I want to do better. If I've come a bit farther in this area, in this area, then I want to, I want that light to shine. Because there's some areas where I'm sure that person is farther along than I am. There's some areas, and I would want his light to shine on me. Um, so that was interesting. It, it was really big for me yesterday to be to just to 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 be in a mindset to say that prayer rather than bring it up and try to explain it. Um, and I think that too, because I am that person where I think I should say it and and we should talk about it and blah blah blah. So I was thankful that God placed on my heart to to just speak her out to Him, to give it give it over to Him, to give her give her up to Him, rather than try to explain something that probably would not have been heard from me. And so, who to go to but God? And ask for that to not settle. So, um, and then about your uncle or your cousin or somebody with the with the drugs, um, you said that he said so that he will always get what he wanted for Christmas. That he will never be without on Christmas again, right? So that yeah, so, uh, and it wasn't just specific to Christmas. Like he was talking like in general, but. You know, um, especially for Christmas, but he was he was talking more so in general. So I hear that Rodney, and, and first thing that came to mind, any given moment, not just Christmas, but you will never get what you want again if you're locked up. Like you won't get it for Christmas, you won't get it the next in the morning, in the evening, that night. All that you are doing this for could be taken away with one wrong move within those drugs. And I wonder, and of course, we do this in other areas of our lives, I'm sure. 
But we will hear this, like I just did, and I thought, well, do you realize that one one lockup and you will not see Christmas again? Because I don't think they give Christmas presents in the jail, right? In jail, right? And you would That's think true. you would think that someone would say, "Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna risk do something that risks." That contradicts what I want. So, because like if I if I if I always want to be able to get whatever whenever, I certainly won't be able to do that if if I get caught with these drugs because I'm going to jail and all my mm-hmm. is going to be taken away. It's kind of like hearing I've heard young that young guys. Someone said this. The young guys will say, "Well, nobody's going to tell me what to do," and da 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 da, and they will, you know, be out in the streets not obeying parents or whatever, whatever, but but when you when and if you go to jail, you're going to be told everything to do, when to wake up, when to go to bed, mm-hmm. when to do this, when to do that. So all your freedom is snatched away. But we, in order to save ourselves in the moment, in the moment, if I can preserve my feelings, my emotions, my pain, I'm willing to do that and pay the cost. If I have to later, if, if if we even think about the cost that it will cost us. So um, I'm going to, what time is it, 8.45. I'm going to briefly read this. And Rodney, I don't know if you saw this, the thing I put on about brokenness. Did you see that on my page? I think so. Was it yesterday? Uh, it was yesterday, 428. Yep, it was yesterday. Yeah, I, I think so. I can't remember, though. Okay. So it's titled Broken. Um, I was at a Dollar Tree last night, and there was a lady and two kids behind me in the long line. One was a big kid. One was a toddler. The bigger one had a pack of glow sticks, and the baby was screaming for them. So So mom opened the pack and gave him one, which stopped his tears. He walked around with it smiling, but then the bigger boy took it, and the baby started screaming again. Just as mom was about to fuss at the older child, he bent the glow stick and handed it back to the baby. As we walked outside at the same time, the baby noticed that the stick was now glowing, and his brother said, I had to break it so you could get the full effect from it. I almost ran because I could hear God saying to me, I had to break you to show you why I created you. You had to go through it so you could fulfill your purpose. That little baby was just, that little baby was happy just swinging that unbroken glow stick around in the air because he didn't understand what it was created to do, which was glow. I will read that part again. That little baby was happy just swinging that unbroken glow stick around in the air because he didn't understand what it was created to do, which was glow. There are some people who will be content just being, just being, but some of us have been chosen by God to be broken. We have to get sick. We have to lose a job. We go through divorce. We have to suffer with the disease of addiction. We have to bury our spouse, 
parents, best friend, or our child. Because in those moments of desperation, breaking us, but when the breaking is done, then we will be able to see the reason for which we were created. So when you see us glowing, just know that we have been broken but healed by his grace and mercy. So I, when I, when I, there's so so much that I got from that, Rodney, I guess, and I'm thinking about the show that I asked you guys to listen to. For those of you who are listening um, and you want to go back and listen to that particular show, it's, it's Finding Mr. or Mrs. Right. Um, so that's one that, that most people will probably listen to because it's about, you know, relationship and finding that right person for your life. But during this show, um, some things kind of were said to one of our callers that that I truly disagree with how it was received and perceived. So when I think about brokenness, Rodney, um, how often we see people struggling through some things, and rather than see it as they are going through and in some way this may help them grow deeper, um, have a deeper and better relationship with God, rather mm-hmm. than seeing it and judging them um, in that moment, you know, and we do that. We do, and sometimes we throw God out to people and say, well, you need to do this like that call. Well, you need to do this, and this is what you need to do. And we need to say, are we doing that? And do we do that in in the midst of our funk? You know, when we're feeling down, we're just in a blog, we're in a just, just got a funk going on that you cannot really explain but it does not mean that you are not spiritually doing what you're supposed to do at that time. And so often we see people going through or we somebody's feeling this kind of way or something something is happening, um, then we get we just start to question who they are, what they're doing, and they must be this, they must be that, rather than thinking, you know what, God just may be doing a work in his or her life, purging, pruning, um, growing, transforming, renewing their mind. And we are we are a people where we have to go through some stuff to get it. You just can't tell people, hey, the building is on fire. And I'm just using that as an example. Most people today, if you tell them something or give them a piece of advice, most of them will be offended first so offended until it is just not likely that they will even receive what you're saying. And a lot of it is due to, I heard a pastor say this, um, that some people familiar, Alex, they're familiar with you and your doings in your life. So that keeps them from receiving the favor on your life. So where you may be flawed in one area they see you as flawed 100%, and they miss the favor and the grace 
in and upon your life in the other area where you may be able to say, um, example, I, like young young people, Brandon included, would say, it's not the guys in the suits and ties, the bankers, the presidents of the companies, da da da, who's stopping us on the street saying, you can do this, you can do this. It's the drug dealers telling us, young blood, don't do this. You know too much. You got too much you can give. Don't do what I'm doing. And so sometimes even those that we see as far from God, like we will see the drug dealer and think he is not capable of telling the young blood, hey, stay in school. Don't do what I did. You would think that the tie, the guy in the tie in the suit would be the one saying it. Young people will say, no, it's not them all the time. In fact, it's more of the people that's on the street that we see as not important, that we see as God doesn't have his hands on him because he's the dope dealer on the on the corner. But what happens when the dope dealer turns straight, meaning he, 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 he comes in? What happens? Who are the people there to, to say, do they remember God brought you in, or do they remember you were out on the corner? And I just see brokenness in another light. Um, and taking it back to Scripture, uh, especially since we we're all going to experience it or have experienced experienced it from time to time, I see it as a possibility for restoration. Um, and just another form of of spiritual healing, if we would allow it, if we would allow it. And I'm not talking about the people that's going through it. I'm talking about the people that's watching people go through it. Uh, Rotten, before I turn it back over to you, it just came to mind. There is one of my Facebook friends lost his grandson. His his daughter and his grandson was in an accident. And the Mm. grandson... um, the grandson did not make it, and five five years oh, wow. old. And the daughter, and it was his first grand. He and his he and his wife's first grand. The daughter made it, but for a little while. And I had I had, I had gotten on Facebook, and I did not know daughter had passed. I knew that the grandson had, and the grand, the daughter was in the hospital. And in between the daughter dying after the accident, uh, he was on, his family was on Facebook um, asking for help. Um, They were, they were just asking people to, to help with, uh, and at this time, I'm a, he did, well, his daughter had not passed. So, um, and how I found out was I saw I saw the post that confused me because I thought, well, your daughter is alive. But he, the post that he was explaining that he, it was not his intent 
to take to 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 take money. He was trying. Someone somewhere had 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 said something about him asking for money for asking for help, and I thought, how insensitive are people today? Because I think for a man to have experienced that kind of loss and have and have the ability to put his pride aside and ask for help and for a people a people to to demean him for asking for help mm-hmm. financial and what his 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 daughter died the day after that post Oh, uh, the day after he had to come back and explain people, my people, I was not trying to, I just was asking for help. And I could only imagine what he must have felt that day. And then for his daughter to leave this world mm-hmm. the very next day and how insensitive we are and how we label people and how we judge people and sometimes, most times, we do not know the full story. You don't even know the story because you're not there. And you don't know what's going on. And you don't know what. I, I can only imagine what it must have taken to ask for the help in the midst of the pain. And so I just figured, where did all that come from? Like who is the person that um, that got it all started, and how many more people signed on, saw it, and thought the same thing, but maybe somehow didn't say anything? And so I just, that's just, um, I want to just end here for me. Um, don't think that your brokenness for the people is any better. From someone else's brokenness Because if you want God to have grace Mercy and favor on you Because the Bible said we're all but filthy rags Full of sin And that there's not a day That goes by that we don't sin So Who are we to judge Someone else's brokenness And try to dim their light All of their light Because of the brokenness and we may not know that my brokenness may be glory. My story, my brokenness may bring glory to someone else's story. It may be a, a savior, a, a shining light in somebody's life because most people want to hear from people who have gone through what they're going through. That's when they say, you just really may understand. If you haven't lost a child and you're trying to tell somebody that has lost theirs that you understand, while you may not may understand, there's a different understanding when you have gone through it. So for those who are in the middle of brokenness, and I think we're all, all always in the middle of being broken in something, don't count your brokenness as a testimony for who you are or feel any less than the person that you look upon and think 
that they are not broken, that they have never been broken, you are highly mistaken. Because there's no one walking this earth that has not experienced some kind of brokenness and that will, will experience it again. So don't get all caught up in what you see because I believe half of what we see is wrong. And we see it wrong. We interpret it wrong. We think we start comparing our lives to others. And that's where we fall in the mist. So, um, Rodney, I'll turn it over to you and let you do say what you do. Tammy, I think that there are people who, um, and I don't know if this is the point that you were trying to hit on, but there there are people who are one-uppers and nobody has had it worse than them. Um, nobody has had it greater than them. It doesn't matter if you're trying to tell a, it doesn't matter if you're trying to talk about your your success or an accomplishment or a tragedy there are people who if you say well i stomped my toe on the dresser they come back with oh man you know i was walking past my dresser one time and the cable box <laughs> fell off the dresser you know they got to come up with something that's worse than what you said. Oh, I got in an accident. And then they got to tell you about how they got in an accident and broke all these bones and still survived. Like, they never let people have a moment. They never let people have a testimony. They never let people share how they went through something and how they made it out. It's always, well, look at me, everybody. And then what I've seen a lot of church people do is um, they have become so spiritual that they don't that they can't function on earth anymore. Like they are just lost in the they're just lost in the spiritual rim. And they can't, they can't function because they're always trying to be deep, always trying to um, act as if God brought them down himself. He didn't, like, they didn't come through a woman like the rest of us. They act like God himself brought them down and they are here for everybody. When we listen to um, when we listen to that that show, uh, Timmy, that you suggested um, from I think it was probably around 2012 um, that you had did. Um, it was amazing how, like when the when the caller said she was confused, I was like, I can really see why. And then Tamaria and I talked about how because of something that she said, it turned into a coaching session. (laughs) 
and the spiritual life is not together, right? <laughs> right. Like it, it turned into a coaching session and it's like I never heard the young lady ask to be coached. It was simply like what I heard, and Tamari can, can share her thoughts, but what I heard was, okay, I was drawn to this show because of this topic. I wanted to call in and, you know, offer my my two cents. And it turned into, well, well why are you this? Well, why are you that? Well, why do you say this? And you could be doing this and you could be doing that. And it's like, wait a minute. That ain't what the young lady said. Like, she didn't say, I am this way or my life is this way. Like, do you guys have any suggestions? Or what do you guys think I could be doing differently? Like, I didn't hear that. And so it sounded like the young lady was getting frustrated because what, like, she, it it sounded like she was just trying to, you know, join the conversation, like we always say. And then it it turned into like, wait a minute, I didn't ask for all this. And so I think we have to be mindful and we have to be careful. My friend Christine, I don't I don't know if she got on tonight. I'm guessing that she didn't because normally um, you know, uh she'll 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 mess with me the you know, the entire time. But my friend Christine, um, she used to always um, tell myself and the other administrators, like, I don't want to be coached. <laughs> like, you know, when she she's like, you know, when I come to you guys, like, you know, just tell me the answer or just tell me what needs to be done or if it's something for you guys to handle, like, can you just handle it? Like, I don't need a, I don't need a, a full-out coaching session. And it's like that's good feedback because sometimes we turn people off because what they're seeking, we don't give it to them because in our mind, well, I heard you say this, so that means you want this, but that ain't, that's not, that, that's not what the person said. Oh, but that may be how we know to to respond. So it's important for us to be reflective. It's important for us to listen to comprehend rather than listen to get it get out what I want to say. Because sometimes, like something will hit us, and we we're like, oh man, this is profound, and we want to just keep sharing it with people. And people are like, that is not what I came to you for. Well, that was not what I was seeking. And then we get offended when they don't want to come to us anymore and they say, well, wait a minute. Why would they come to you if every time they come to you, they feel judged or they feel like they're being coached or they feel like you think that you are superior to them? Conversations should be welcoming. Conversations should benefit both people because sometimes you, you know, you're 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 having a conversation with somebody because they came to you seeking advice or seeking an answer, and you might say something that helps yourself in addition to helping them. 
So we shouldn't go into any discussion with a narrow mind or go into any discussion thinking there's nothing that I can get out of this because I'm the teacher, you're the student. Mm, No, because even the teacher should be a lifelong learner because how are you going to teach me to learn when you don't even know how to learn? How are you going to teach me to accept feedback when you don't know how to accept feedback? You can't teach me to be humble and you're cocky and prideful. You can't teach me that. Because the moment I figure out this is how you are, I'm going to say, why am I coming to them? They're no better than I am. And I understand that, you know, we all have our flaws and we all have our shortcomings, but people can accept your flaws and shortcomings more, I think, when you're honest about them and when you're humble about them. You know, we there there are people who will like they cannot they cannot admit when they're wrong. And we all know those people very well because here's what they do. They do something, they, they, they make a mistake, and they talk about why they made the mistake more than just simply apologizing. They'll go on and on and on and on about why they made the mistake, but they'll never say, I was wrong or I'm sorry. Because when you're wrong, why do we need to have a why do we need to have a two hour conversation about why you're wrong and you're leading the conversation? No, people people can accept you more when you say, you know what, I did this, it was wrong, and either leave it at that, or it was wrong. I'm sorry, leave it at that, or it was wrong. I'm sorry. Here's what I plan to do. To fix it Or to make sure That I don't do it again But when you Make a mistake and you say Well I I don't know I lied But here's why I lied And like this is And and this and this and this is you and, and And you're spending all this time Trying to justify it rather than admitting that you did it and that you're sorry about it, it makes it difficult for people to to look at you and say, "Okay, like this is a leader." It makes it difficult, you know. And so we know those people very well because you know you know those people also do. When the light is not on them, when you don't have anything specific at that moment that they've done wrong, you know what those people do, Tammy? They will say, I know I'm not perfect. Really? Because <laughs> in every other situation, you act like you are. But because you didn't make a mistake five minutes ago, and we don't have anything like recent. To talk about 
Now you're, well, I know I'm not perfect. That's not admitting that you're wrong about anything. That's a scapegoat. That's a backup plan. You're not a, you're, you're 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 not humbling yourself. Somebody you, somebody told you that that was the right thing to say. Ooh, nobody's perfect. Duh. We don't need to hear that. What we need to hear is, you know what? Okay. I yelled at whoever. You know what? I should I should have never talked to them like that. I should have never raised my voice at, at them. And then you go back and you apologize. Hey, listen. It doesn't matter why I yelled. The point is I yelled and I recognized that I should have never raised my voice at you. And I'm sorry. And I will try not to do that again. Boom. Move on. But when you're selfish... When it's all about you and you want to see people, you want people to see you as perfect and mighty and on top of the world, it's hard to do that. But that's my advice to people tonight who are listening live or whether they'll listen at a later date and time. I'm going to go back to what I said in the very beginning about being entitled. Learn to adjust, to change before the change adjusts you against your own will. Tammy, any announcements? I I okay. <laughs> you know, Rodney, I was thinking about how, and I think I might be the only person in the world who ever did this, but you know how I've talked about when you, when you, uh, I used to be at whatever place in my life where, you know, if someone sends you an email, especially with work. Um, and rather than and that you've missed it, like you just simply missed it, and it's there. And rather than saying I missed it, oh, I didn't get it. And I and and now, of course, I'm on the other side of it, and have been for a while. But I often wonder how, why, what, what was, what did I benefit from that at that time? What was I saving myself from? What did that? What did that do to me for me to think that it's easier and better to say? Because now that creates a whole that creates a whole other dilemma, basically in a sense, or it could. But then it just says saying, "Oh, I'm sorry. I did. I do see it here. I missed it. Like what mm-hmm. harm? What was I running from? Like I that I I I often think about that, especially when I miss an email. You know, if I because I do, you know, it, it happens. Um, it, of course, it's easy for me to say, "Oh yeah, there it is." <laughs> so you know, kind of that thing. You know, what what makes us do that? What makes us save our think that that saving our saving us in some way? 
and what is it saving us mm-hmm. from? Because it's lying. It's really, it was really lying. And who knows, the person who gets off the other line, they may try to figure out, well, why did – they may spend, you know, time trying to figure out, did they really send it? Why didn't it go? When could simply just say, yeah, I'm sorry, there it is. I missed it. So <laughs> that what you were saying made me think about that. Gotcha. Well, Tammy, this this discussion tonight has been uh, very um, insightful. Um, Tamari, did you want to share your thoughts about the show? About the the show that we listened to. Oh no! Oh. Oh. Hold on. Okay. Also, people want to judge other people because of what they don't understand or what they 
kind of like COVID. People who haven't had COVID probably feel a different type of way than people who either have lost people to COVID or who have had it themselves. And people will judge other folks based on that, but it's like, wait a minute, now the shoe is on the other foot. How does it feel? Or in certain circumstances, I think a lot of us will handle things a different way. Um, So in some circumstances, we give people more grace. Other circumstances, we don't. But it takes a it takes a concerted effort to really take a look at yourself. And I think that's some of the things that you guys have talked about um, because ultimately I feel like it's easy to point fingers, to place blame, but unless we're able to look at ourselves, and like the caller said that night, she was like, "I my spiritual life is fine, but everyone wanted to help her with her spiritual life, and she didn't even say she needed help. And then someone who's helpful, I'm like, huh. I probably have done that to people a lot of times because in my mind, oh, well, they must be asking me for help, or really they might not want help, but I don't know because I didn't ask them. So I think that, like, hearing that was really helpful for me because I was like, hmm, maybe going forward I should ask people, like, what do you want me to do? Like, do you want me to just listen and not say anything? But then if you don't say anything, then you might deal with the flip side. It's like that donkey picture that you shared with me, Tammy, during my assessment session with you, where literally mm-hmm. it's a donkey. And no matter what you do, depending on the person's perspective in that moment, they might either agree or disagree. And a lot of times they're going to always have something to say. So in the picture Tammy shared and said, this is our society, there were two people on the donkey and two people looking at the people on the donkey. The first conversation was two people on a donkey's back, four animals. The second conversation was how cool is he by letting his wife walk because now the husband's on the donkey, the wife is walking. Third picture, how stupid he is by letting his wife take the ride alone. This time, the wife is on the donkey, the husband is walking. The last one, neither one of them are on the donkey. The people looking on fools don't even know how to utilize the donkey. So what I'm realizing with life, with everything, people are going to always have something to say. And even if you solicit advice or not, I tend to get a lot of unsolicited advice just because of my personality. I feel like people are used to me not saying anything, so they feel like, oh, I can dump on this person or I can treat her however, and she's used, she's not going to say anything. So then when I do say something, they're shocked. But now I'm like, you know what? Regardless, people are going to always have something to say, like the donkey meme, this is our society. It's so true. If, like right now, for instance, with Nadia being at my aunt's house, people have something to say about, like, oh, where's your daughter? Well, my aunt's watching my daughter. But if we were to put our daughter in daycare and she catches COVID or gets sick, oh, well, why didn't you leave her at her aunt's house? Everything was fine there. And it could be the same people who question why she's not at home. So it's literally like you can't wear for losing, and it depends on the, the day when people say something. But what those people don't know is last year this time, we had to take our daughter to the hospital because she had trouble breathing. So, no, I'm not putting her in daycare. And I don't care what anyone thinks. <laughs> and so it's things like that where now I'm starting to realize that everyone has an opinion about whatever it is. And two, we have to be willing to either be like, okay, whatever, or if we accept those opinions, be able to handle it however we see fit. Because I am the person who has 
additionally, um, someone's like, Melinda, I might share with people, but then I'll, I will, the difference is I probably wouldn't have hung up, but I understand why she did. I actually can take a cue from her. There's a lot of situations in my life where if I realize we're not, it's not going anywhere, then I need to hang up on the situation. I need to hang it up, meaning there's no point going, beating it, like going over the same situation over and over and be okay with that. Or if people give me advice and I don't want it, just say okay, and then in the back of my mind dismiss it. Like, okay, they have their opinion, I have mine. Do I have to necessarily follow it? No. The same way they may not listen to me. So in that case, it's a win-win. Neither one of us are upset, and who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so I am growing, um, and Tammy probably can attest to that from like uh, seeing my assessment, but I really am trying to work mm-hmm. on my own boundaries and then also not letting people put things on me that are not my responsibility. Things that are my responsibility, I'm working on, you know, changing those things, but things that aren't, I'm not taking it on anymore. People make decisions because they choose to make decisions. And throughout my life, I have allowed other people to dictate to me how I should feel about my decisions and also their decisions. Or I've I've allowed them to project on me their own decisions or hurts or whatever else, and I've taken that on. So my goal for the rest of this year and going forward is I'm not taking that stuff on. If you drop it off, you can pick it up because I'm tired of picking up other people's stuff because I don't have any more room. <laughs> so I learned from Melinda. I learned to disconnect when you need to disconnect, and I also learned that not everyone wants advice, but you have to find out if that's really what they want. Good stuff. So I wasn't planning on saying all that, but I was like, oh, uh, um, okay, let me prepare myself. But I had, I know it's one of those things that we had talked about, and then I, I know, Penny, I had mentioned some of it to you. I know we didn't get to finish the conversation, but um, that was, I think the show was really good overall, a lot of really good points, but everyone was coming from their own place of experience, and you can't discount someone's experience because it's not yours. And that's why I sent both you and Rodney that quote, because, People may mock other people's pain or lack thereof. People may mock and by mock, not necessarily like, ha, 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 look at you, but because they don't understand it, they may discount or discredit how someone else may feel. And so I'm learning everyone has different experiences that they bring into the situation. And unless you take a step back and realize that everyone comes from a different place, we can really be judging people on the same stuff that we do. And so I had my the podcast on Sunday, and it was called Double Standards. This is exactly what I was talking about the entire show, is that literally the same action done by us, we may look at it different. So the police officers want to make it home at night. Well, so do the people that they shoot. So we say all lives matter, but do they really? Because it only matters when it's not our life or our family's life because people will justify why certain people deserve to die. So in that case, you can't tell me you believe all lives matter because you're trying to justify why this person should be dead and this person is still alive. So it just it's a lot of things that I've been thinking about lately, 
and double standards do not diminish the reality of the truth. Amen. The only thing I will add, and I'll do it briefly, um, is that I noticed that Melinda and our caller, and I wish I would have played a, this a, a segment, the segment um, of that part, but she said, spiritually, I'm fine. That's not what I'm saying. And she said that several times. But everybody kept coming back to her with spiritual solutions as if she was bored because she wasn't doing enough spiritually. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of what I got of it. So I think we also have to listen to people rather than, um, you know, get so caught up and make sure that we, and that's for me, like I'm trying to make sure that I am doing what I'm saying and that I'm learning or know what I'm teaching. Um, and so, because if I feel like it will work for them, then I should feel like it, that it would work for me. And, and I want to be, I just, I just, I want to, since I, I feel like I know better now and I want to continue to know better and that takes work, time, me, um, really knowing that. I have, I have, I still have my own issues, and so do other people. People, others have those have issues as well. So if I figure that I need time, space to grow, then I should understand that they come from a place of pain, and that they may need time, space to grow. And I say I want to do that without judgment, but still with with um, as much help as possible. And that means knowing when I can help, when I can't, when they want it, when they don't, and that I'm capable of giving it. And like you said to Mary, I don't want to, I don't, I don't even want people to drop stuff off that they're not ready to pick up. I don't want it. Like if you're coming to me with this, then let's find a solution or at least get a, a sight of a solution to come. So, good stuff. Yeah, I think that you all had a good conversation, really insightful, good points, takeaways. We appreciate it. Let me try. Well, thank you for your insight, Samaria. That I, I thought that was really good, and and, and I thought it was helpful. Um, and it made me think about some other things. So. Thank you for that. Uh, I don't know if we'll be on next Tuesday or not, but to everyone uh, who is listening, um, hopefully you made it. You were able to make it past the uh, the hiccups that we were having in the beginning. I don't know what what's going on with Blog Talk, Tammy, but I'm glad that uh, it eventually worked out and we were able to do the show. Um, mm-hmm. If you joined us late, please please, please feel free to go back um, and listen to the beginning of the show um, and and listen to the show in its entirety. Um, I know that next week is a holiday, so if yeah. we don't, we won't. say, Tammy? We will not be on. <laughs> I don't plan on being on. I don't know what about you, but I don't plan on being on. I'm going to take that time next week to 
to do some other things that I need to do. And so we will not be on next week unless Rodney Jordan comes up with something and he gets on by himself. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I, 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 I can assure you I won't come up with anything. I'm going to take the time and relax and spend spend that time with Tamari and Nadia. And uh, if we decide to go and visit family, we'll definitely see them. If not, I'm sure we'll see them virtually and talk to them on Duo or Zoom or something. Uh, so we'll see them whether it's whether it's uh, uh, virtually or in person. Um, but no, we're gonna we're gonna take the time to relax. Uh, uh, our last day of school is Tuesday, and then we're off until the following Monday. So uh, I'm going to uh, take advantage of those days. So you guys uh, be safe. Um, be healthy. I don't know about Tennessee, Tammy, and some of our other listening areas, but they're starting to roll back um, some of the restrictions um, and limitations as far as restaurants and gatherings and things like that. So you guys continue to be healthy, continue to be safe, uh, make good decisions. Um, And if you don't make good decisions, at least make decisions that you can live with. Until next time, be blessed. Good night, everybody. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.